Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and today, buckle up fans, because we're talking all about the spy action comedy, Argyle. And when I say we... I mean, me and our lovely correspondent, Miss Melinda. Welcome back, friend. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. Happy Friday. At long last. Well, I know when we signed up for this film, I had higher expectations of Henry Cavill being in this film. He is our favorite book boyfriend. This is why I signed up for it. I was like, yeah, I got to go support the boo thing. And I was so surprised that he wasn't the lead actor in this movie. Like while he was a focal point, Sam Rockwell was the lead actor and he did a great job. I am not here to knock that whatsoever, but it just completely caught me off guard. This was definitely a fun movie. Argyle, for those of you who don't know, is based off the book series. There is definitely room for a sequel because there are multiple books. So now I have more book homework that I didn't know I signed up for, but here we are. But overall, I thought it was a good movie. How about you? So I was excited for it. I was excited about the concept that it was an author writing these books and things came to life and Henry Cavill was going to be in it. And then reviews came in, reviews tanked it, and I readjusted my expectations. (laughs) Still went and saw it. Very much enjoyed it. It's a very fun spy espionage film. But here's the thing. About another reason why I got hyped about this when it first came out, rumors about this author abounded. Yes. Ellie Conway is a ghost name and they never published a book before. Argyle had not been published, but the movie promotion stated that it was based off of this book. So everyone was trying to figure out who Ellie Conway was, like who is the real author for this book. And the production team let everyone believe that it was Taylor Swift. Right. (laughs) People went out and bought this book for the chance that Mm -hmm. it was Taylor Swift's first published book with no confirmation that it was her. Also, Taylor wasn't denying it. No one was saying anything. No one was confirming. No one was denying. They just Mm -hmm. let it snowball. And then after the shortly after the movie came out, the real author was revealed and it turned out to be Terry Hayes, who I had never heard of before. Same Zeus. Yeah. Some older white man wrote this book and said some choice words about the Taylor Swift fans buying the book. There was a lot of outrage over that. So people weren't going to see the film. But this was a day after I saw it. (laughs) But I had fun watching it. And if there happens to be a sequel, I will also watch that one too. I do vaguely remember seeing some of the press junkets with some of the cast where they were being asked about Taylor Swift being behind it, or are you a Taylor Swift fan? Like trying to get them to break and like see if there was anything to it. And they're like, yeah, as far as I know, she's not a part of it. And and then they would ask, so like, are you a Swifty? And and I just remember Cavill being like, I'm not against it. Like, how do I, how do I become a Swifty? Tell me more. And he was just kind of playing coy. And I thought it was really cute. But that being said, yeah, no dice. Wish it was by Taylor, but can't win them all. But honestly, I felt like this movie could have done better had it just gone straight to streaming. Argyle is about a reclusive author who writes spy novels that are about a secret agent and a global espionage organization who realizes the plot of the new book that she's writing starts to mirror real world events in real time. 
So playing Ellie Conway, we have Bryce Dallas Howard. Henry Cavill plays Argyle. Sam Rockwell is Aiden Wilde. Brian Cranston is Director Ritter. Ariana DeBose is Kira. John Cena is Wyatt. Catherine O'Hara is Ruth. Samuel L. Jackson is Alfie. And Chip plays Alfie the Cat. Well, I'm ready for some tea. Are you ready for some tea? Let's spill it. All right. This is the part of the show where we spill the tea. This means spoilers. So if you have not watched Argyle, we are about to spoil it for you. All right. I know I casually mentioned this earlier, how neither of us were really expecting Sam Rockwell to be the main character of this film. And then we were kind of going back and forth as as to who would play Aiden. And don't get me wrong, Sam Rockwell did a great job. I'm not here to knock his performance at all. But who would you recast as Aiden if given the budget to do so? So when I had called you after I saw the movie and told you who was in it, I subconsciously mentioned Edward Norton (laughs) and you went wait a minute he's in the film I was like nope sorry it's Sam Rockwell (laughs) so I'm just gonna go with that I'm gonna say Edward Norton okay not a bad choice not a bad choice so I had to think on this for a minute but I was thinking either Jude Law or Robert Downey Jr. I can see I can definitely see Jude Law for sure and again not here to knock Sam Rockwell's performance he did a good job it was just Oh, wow. There's more Sam Rockwell than I was expecting. Okay. All right. What was your favorite scene? Oh, I think my favorite scene is when Aiden and Ellie are in the moderator safe house and Ellie's POV switches from Aiden to Argyle and Aiden is launched (laughs) into a chair, which inadvertently fixes the issue with his back. That's my favorite scene. My other favorite scene is the oil skating Okay. With Bryce Dallas Howard. I know physically that could never happen. (laughs) Right. Kate's are just going to cut right through it. That was a lot of fun to watch. My favorite scene is similar to yours, but it was the train scene where, again, the point of view was switching from Aiden to Argyle. And I just could not get enough of Henry Cavill hamming it up every time. The bathroom door just kept opening and closing and you just see his eyebrows raise, you see his smirk. I I did not think I could love this man anymore on screen, but here we are in the scene that you mentioned. He was doing the same thing. He just, I don't know, gracefully landed in the chair and Tyra Banks used to call it smizing where you smile with your eyes and he has mastered the art of smizing and I cannot get enough of it. What was your favorite plot twist? Because there was a ton of those. There were a bunch and I think my favorite was right after Aiden gets shot in the chest oh okay he runs into the weapons room and finds Ellie there and she convinces him that she's on the same side and but I also enjoyed at the very end when she is at a book conference and Henry Cavill stands up and goes you might have a lot of questions for me and I'm sitting here I'm going is you having a really bad hair day? <laughs> oh, I did not think his hair could get any worse. And then they cut to the end scene or I'm like, why? Why do that to this beautiful man? Yeah, no, it killed me. He was Southern. He had an accent. He had a looked like he was chewing tobacco, which was super gross. But I was like, don't make this look attractive. <laughs> Kids are watching this. Come on. Yeah. Well, how about you? What were your favorite plot twists? Uh, finding out Ellie is really... Agent Argyle, but actually Agent R. Kyle. I was like, mm-hmm. well, they did it again. I have been duped. And I did not see that one coming at all. But it also made me wonder who, if she's Agent Argyle, 
who was Henry Cavill's character. And then we were left on that cliffhanger at the very end where he, you know, pops up and is like, I think you might have questions for me. Da -da -da. And I was like, I have all the questions. What is going on? But we'll get back to that scene in a moment. You also casually brought up that you could spot the stunt doubles in this film. That's normally not an easy thing to do. For example, like if this was Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise does a good portion of his stunts. And Henry Cavill has worked with Tom Cruise. And I think anybody who works with Tom Cruise tries to pride themselves on doing their own stunts. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And then I go see it and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can definitely tell where the stunt doubles were in this film. So how many stunt double scenes did you catch? At least three. That's where I'm at, too. Okay. Yeah, definitely on the train. Yes. Also, the hallway fight scene with the tear gas. Oh. And the oil slick skating scene. I was thinking that the Henry Cavill driving scene in Greece. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with we... With Dua Lipa? Yes. You could totally see the motorcyclist. And I'm sure there was a green screen. I'm sure they actually weren't in Greece, obviously. At the same time, as he's driving on buildings and crashing down, I'd be very impressed if that was him. Okay, so there was a mid credit scene that I wasn't expecting, but you gave me the heads up on. And I was not picking up what they were putting down whatsoever. I did not put two and two together at all. And did not make the connection that the Kingsman franchise was connected to Argyle. And you have a lot of evidence that would suggest otherwise. The director of this film, Matthew Vaughn, also directed The Kingsman, which is also a spy action comedy. And it should have registered, but it didn't. And there were very similar scenes of how The Kingsman was shot and how, how Argyle was filmed and... I don't know. My brain just did not recognize that these were related whatsoever. So when I chatted with you about the mid credit scene, you made sense of it. So the floor is yours, my friend. In the mid credit scene, we find a younger Agent Argyle in the Kingsman pub about 20 years prior to the events that occur in the film. So my understanding is that age, this young Agent Argyle is... Henry Cavill's character. Okay. And that perhaps the Kingsman and Ellie Conway had met up at some point and it is a repressed memory for her still. That is a brilliant theory. I want this to be accurate. I mean, that makes perfect sense in my mind. I don't know what else it could be. I really think you're on to something. So if you want to have a good time at the theaters, like this movie, it wasn't horrible, yeah. but it's not exactly a classic, but it is a really good espionage film. Go see this movie. And now it is time for the Spotlight of the Week. Looking for a quick and honest review on an upcoming movie? Check out Parking Lot Reviews, where our lovely correspondent, Miss China, gives her a hot take on a variety of movies the moment she leaves the theater. Follow Parking Lot Reviews on TikTok and Instagram at Parking Lot Reviews. The Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts for a new, fun, fandom episode of the Fangirls Podcast. Looking to move? 24-7 Moving is a full-service moving company based in LA. At 24-7 Moving, they understand moving can be overwhelming sometimes. And they see this as their responsibility to alleviate the pressure and stress. Their professional team provides fun, friendly, and secure local and long-distance services throughout the U.S. Their highly skilled and well-trained team has combined experience of over 3,000 moves 
including commercial and residential. They deliver smooth and stress-free moving and packing services at affordable prices. I've personally used 24-7 moving and have never been so impressed with a team of movers in my life. They weren't just fast and efficient. They were affordable, and the guest service was unmatched to anything I've ever worked with before. For more information, visit them online at 247moving.com. Founded in 2021, the Nerf Herder Co. was created as a way for people to bring their favorite fandoms into their homes and out into the world in a luxurious, chic way. The Nerf Herder Co. offers candles, wax melts, fragrance mists, and now has expanded into apparel. The Nerf Herder Co. offers a wide range of fandoms from Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Indiana Jones, books such as Akatar, and more. New releases are dropped on an almost weekly basis, and they always love to get suggestions for future releases from customers. Looking to donate some of your old books to a good home? Look no further than your local Little Free Library. Little Free Library is a nonprofit organization based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Their mission is to be a catalyst for building community, inspiring readers, and expanding book access for all through a global network of volunteer-led Little Free Libraries. For more information on Little Free Library, head on over to the link in our show notes. TaxPros, an award-winning tax firm dedicated to providing their clients with a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services. With three locations in Southern California, TaxPros is there to meet you where you are, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more or book an appointment today at TaxPros. Tax, P-R-O-S-E. Looking to donate some of your old books to a good home? Look no further than your local Little Free Library. Little Free Library is a nonprofit organization based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Their mission is to be a catalyst for building community, inspiring readers, and expanding book access for all through a global network of volunteer-led Little Free Libraries. For more information on Little Free Library, head on over to the link in our show notes. Connect with us on social. You can find the Fangirls Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at the Fangirls Podcast. Looking to celebrate a loved one in a fun and unique way? We here at the Fangirls Podcast would love to help you out with a fun birthday, anniversary, or other special occasion shout out. DM us on Instagram for all the details. If you're looking to save some money on gifts for your loved ones, Timu is your one-stop shop. Once you download the Timu app with the link in our show notes, you'll get a $100 coupon bundle plus 50% off your purchase. Discount is only available to new app users. Moonlight Events is an immersive event company founded by the creators of a Court of Salt and Snow cosplay troupe. Their mission is to bring a touch of magic into everyday life by creating events that make you feel as though you are stepping into some of your favorite fantasy worlds. Follow them on Instagram and TikTok for all their updates. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Apple Original Films, Marv Studios, Cloudy Productions, or any other media mentioned today. We're just really big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.